As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Living in sync with God, His Word, love, power, and His vision for your life. Welcome to Spiritual Training. Hi, this is Elder Michael Dunn, and welcome to Spiritual Training. And today we're going to continue with Christ and His Kingdom, and we're going to look at the part, Hallowed be thy name. Now, Jesus, He made it very clear that God's name must be regarded as holy. His name must be reverenced. His name must be honored. And the quality of life it produces is the life God plan. When we focus on this part of the prayer that Jesus taught, this is where all the quality of life comes into being. You see, let's take a look in Proverbs in chapter 14. We're going to use this proverb just to have a comparison. And we see a vast difference between the two things that it represents. The two things are righteousness and reproach. <laughs> so imagine you have a coin, right? And on one side of the coin, it says righteousness. And on the other side, it says reproach. So let's begin with the righteousness part. In Proverbs 14, it says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. So righteousness exalts. So when the righteousness of God comes in, it causes an exaltation. When the kingdom of God and his righteousness that we talked about is made manifest, the people live in the highest quality of life. And you could see how that could play out in society today, can't you? Imagine if the righteousness of God prevailing in the land, it will make the quality of everybody's life better. And I don't think that can be debated by anyone, can it? So... His righteousness is also an exaltation to the nation. So how is the righteousness uh, comes in? The righteousness come in when we honor him, when we reverence him as God, when we honor his word, when we live by the Bible. That's pretty simple, right? So 
Righteousness is what exalts the nation. And when the righteousness of God is when it when it when it ruled and God's name was reverenced and his name was honored and his name was regarded as holy, the nation of Israel prospered. Now, we've seen that all through the Old Testament, haven't we? And it's been a pattern. And and when the cultures of a nation is set to operate by God's righteousness, the nation is exalted. So we see that played out over and over in every generation just about. So when as we look through the scriptures, we see this recurring theme where God's righteousness, it exalts the nation. But he said, but sin is a reproach to any people. So God's word establishes the culture and it sets the structure that brings out the very best in life. My goodness. So God knows his world. God created his world and he knows just what to do, doesn't he? So he knows how to bring the best of life to us. And this is what he wants. The people ate the good of the land. Remember, he said, you trust in the Lord and you do good. And so you'll dwell in the land. You'll be fed. You're going to eat the good of the land. And his people have God's divine favor over their lives. Now, let me ask you a question. What's greater than having the favor of God over your life? My God, that's what it is to have a father. That's what we, Jesus taught, taught them to pray our father. The favor of God is over our lives. What an honor. So now let's look at <laughs> this other side, right? It says, but sin is a reproach to any people. So what does the reproach means? Well, reproach means that it's disapproving to all people. And not just to all people, all people everywhere that have ever lived. That's what sin is. It's definitely disapproving. And right now we have roughly 195 nations, right? And if a thief comes in and steals, that thief is a reproach in all of them. <laughs> so you see, so it's the sin that's highlighted. You see, when you see that word Sin, just think of it like this. Big flashing lights, flashing lights. Hey, look at here. Giant amber lights flashing. It's saying that this, my friends, is the underlying problem of the day. It's sin. And reason why it's such a big problem, because sin also sets an environment. It sets a cultural environment. In our society, doesn't it? And we absolutely know what those environments are. They've been polarized all through the news almost the entire 2020 year. It has been from one thing to only become another thing, only to become another thing. So you could see how sin, how it compiles all these things and it creates a horrible environment 
from which to live. So that's why sin is an offense to one another. And sin, it carries the penalty of judgment. And it creates a culture of wrath. Remember we talked about the wrath of God? That means when God's word is not honored and uh, his name, his name is not reverenced and nor is it regarded as holy. In other words, the people live in a, in a time where they don't acknowledge God in their thinking. And what happens as a result of that is the wrath is when God turns us over to ourselves and let people express themselves or as uh, one of the today's vernaculars, you do you. He will let you do you, but that's not a good thing. The thing, the good thing is, is that for us to have our lives conform to the scripture and to live out this legacy that Christ has lived out before us. And in doing so, we bring in the kingdom of God. So instead of Christ reigning, sin reigns now. You see, sin is reigning. Sin's on the throne. And it creates havoc and chaos that we see in our world today. And we know as the people of God that Jesus alone is the answer for the world. Now, in the Old Testament, we're going to look at this in Old Testament uh, uh, literature. There are, there are two qualities of life that we want to talk about that the Lord desires. And I think about that for a moment is the fact that there are two qualities of life that the Lord God desires. Wow. So when God desires something immediately, you know that he's all knowing he's omniscient. Okay. He knows everything. And so when he desires something, we know that, that he's given foresight to it. Don't we, you know, that he preordains things to be, we, we, we understand that, that it has meaning and it has God's good intentions attached to it. It also denotes his vision, what he wills for our lives. You see, and what is it? What is it? What are the two things? Now, listen at what he says. He says for first, he said he desires righteousness and justice. Isn't that something? Isn't that the cry that we hear all over the land today? We have a cry for God, a God that we don't want, a God that we don't want in our thinking, a God that's rejected in our school system, a God that is rejected theologically, a God who is who is put in the same category as all the other gods. You see, but this, my friends, is not who God is. For the scripture declared there's only one God. There's only one true and living God. All the world religions, all are false gods. There's only one God who created the heavens and the earth. The only true and living God, you see. So we have this along with so many other things circulating around in the world, don't we? So what does God desire? He desires righteousness. This is, this, is, this is what God wants. God wants righteousness. 
Why? Because he wants his righteousness to reign because he is the reigning king. Jesus is the king of king and he reigns in righteousness. He reigns in justice. So what God wants is the justice. And let's look at what justice is. You know, everybody has an idea, but let's talk about this Old Testament definition here. And what it really means here is to make right. In other words, it's, it's a relational language that means to live in right relationship with God and man. Wow. Do you think that'll stump out evil? If everybody lived in right relationship with God and man, that's what God desires. He's telling us right up front, this is what I desire. I desire righteousness and I desire justice. This is the environment that God has intended. This is the environment that God has planned. But will it be the environment that we create? Or will we continue in our sins, in our rebellion against God as a people and as of a nation? Only God knows the answer to that. But as, as the writer said, as for me and my house, and I'm sure you'll say the same thing, as for you and your house, we're going to serve the Lord. So righteousness and justice, it often occurs uh, together in the Old Testament. This is another point. God, in all of his omniscience, he chose righteousness and justice to be the standard of living. And the two together, what they do, together they bring the culture of heaven into view. I hope you can see a little peak of heaven here. And we live out the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples and the desires of God when we manifest the kingdom of God. Wow, what an awesome responsibility we have in manifesting the kingdom of God, that wonderful, invisible kingdom that's breaking out of us to be seen in this world. It also, my friends, not only just a blessing here, it's not only just the favor of God here, but it has an eternal reward in heaven. It's a quality of life that God desires for all people and for all times. And that's what we want to see. This is God's desire. Sin came in. Of course, we know the story. It came in and it wreaked habit. And we call it a fallen world now because of it. But it's fell away from the principles that God has set to hold it up. And that's what we do. We stand with the word of God that holds everything up. That's why we don't bend. That's why we don't move on the scriptures. Not because we're dogmatic and, and angry and think we know it all. No, we stand with the scripture because in it, my goodness, is what we need to stand on in order to have a relationship with God and to bring a manifestation to the kingdom of God. My goodness, we are here to fulfill that prayer that Jesus prayed for us. Now, we live, we live in this world, of course, 
We're citizens of the United States or whatever country you're from, but we are citizens of heaven first. And we are subject to the king. So this is the whole point. Christ, the Messiah, is exalted as King of kings and Lord of lords. And he is the king. And we live subject to the king. Where the culture of his kingdom prevails, we hallow his name in a pagan land. Because that's what we are. We're in a culture where his kingdom prevails and we hallow his name in the pagan land. And we reflect the light of his character and nature to the world. That's who we are. That's who we are in him. We are a reflection of who he is to the world. We manifest that glory of God in our lives and in our lifestyles to the point where we are that living testimony, that we are those living epistles that men can read and see a path to God. And that only path to God is through Jesus Christ. Jesus taught his disciples to focus on that prayer, focus on being the manifestation of the kingdom of God in a fallen world. That's his prayer. That's what he wants. That's what he wanted his disciples to do. And what he told them is that he's coming back and that this kingdom will continue until he comes back to consummate his kingdom forever. My Lord, let us pray. Father, we thank you that you've given us such a great opportunity and reward, God, to manifest your kingdom in this world. We thank you, Father, that, that we are your people. And it is our desire, oh God, to be the manifestation, Lord God, of your prayers, your heart, what you will for our lives, the lifestyle, oh God, that you want us to live, the way, the people that we are, oh God. We want our ways conformed to yours, we want heaven, oh God, just bursting out of our lifestyles, oh God, so that people can see who you are, oh God. And that we want to do it all to your glory, oh God, because we love you. We thank you, Father, for this great, this great salvation that you've given us through Christ Jesus. You've given us this imputed righteousness, one that was not of our own. We had no hope in this world without you, oh God. But it was you, O oh God, who has brought us into this time. And it is you, O oh God, who will keep us through this time, O oh God, and will manifest your glory. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you find these sessions to be beneficial, share them with your family and friends and join us again for another session of spiritual training.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 